The following program contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Get Off My Lawn Podcast. This is your host, Jay, a.k.a. J.C., a.k.a. J.C.Zer, a.k.a. Lawkey, a.k.a. Hip-Hop Caliban. And that's where you can find me on Twitter at Hip-Hop Hello, Ben. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, B-boys, B-girls, B-men, B-women. Have no fear. You are in the right place. This is the Get Off My Lawn podcast. And... What you just heard was uh, a topical piece created by myself, your host, Jay, a.k.a. J.C., a.k.a. Jay Caesar, a.k.a. Law T., a.k.a. The Hip Hop Taliban. And I'm on a 4th of July solo creep this week. Because uh, Black Cloud, Andre Cole, I think he's out at Coney Island battling Joey Chestnuts trying to see who can swallow the most hot dogs at Nathan's. 
But in about two weeks, I've uh, checked with both of these individuals on their busy, busy schedules. And Professor Belk and Andre Cole will be back and we will get into the next part of our investigation uh, as to when and where hip hop went wrong, went off the rails. And uh, I believe we are at 1994 is where things are going to pick up. But I usually don't like doing uh, podcast episodes by myself because I don't think it's as interesting when there's no, uh, no one to play off of or get feedback from or uh, debate with. However, there were just too many things that uh, I needed to touch on that have happened since the last episode, and I figured that since uh, when I get Professor Belk and Andre Cole back, East Coast Dre, uh, when I get them back, we'll be tackling 1994, so then that meant that a lot of this other stuff that I wanted to get to would have to get put off until who knows when. So figured I'd come up here and uh, see if I could hold down the fort solo. And I'll tell you what we're going to get into. So the first thing with regard to that intro, that was my uh, auto-tuned robot, futuristic, 2016, what passes for rap intro, and the whole thing came up because a while back, East Coast Dre sent me the uh, new Kanye West album, Life of Pablo, and for whatever reason... I just didn't listen to it. Um, And the thing is, I'm not predisposed to not liking Kanye's music. Because I think that in general, I have to give him a lot of credit for being creative. He tries things. Now, everything he tries and everything he does isn't necessarily to my liking, but... You've got to give someone credit for trying new things and not just staying in their sort of safe, comfortable lane. That said, I finally played the uh, played the album, and I just I hate auto tune. Like I don't understand what makes an otherwise normal MC want to sound like a robot like maybe I'm just not futuristic enough maybe this is some year 3000 shit and I'm still 2016 um but I can't stand it and when I played the album the first couple of songs got extra robotic and I'm gonna play a couple of samples of those but the reason why I began with the song I began with 
is because in 2009, Jay-Z dropped that song, Death of Auto-Tune, DOA, in which he proclaimed Auto-Tune was dead. And he received some flack from that from the likes of T-Pain, Lil Wayne, and whomever else. Um, but that was in 2009. And in 2016, man, robot rap is all the rage. And it goes to show Jay-Z's lack of influence over the culture. Because he was the one who bragged, yeah, he, he shut down gold. He brought in platinum. Whatever he would say, that was the new thing. When he got rid of the throwbacks. Oh, he killed throwback. Okay. But uh, auto-tune, mm-mm, nah. Alive and well. And as a matter of fact, the craziest part is the biggest proponent of auto-tune is and has been his man, Kanye. So he couldn't even kill it in his own house. I mean, it's basically like uh, Magic Johnson proclaiming the skyhook is dead. Death of of the skyhook. And then Kareem, you know, goes on to win a scoring title with the skyhook. So... Jay-Z, um, you know, I was with you in 2009 when you said it. I'm still with it in 2016 because in seven years, uh uh-uh, I have not grown accustomed to or accepting of this robot rap bullshit. So, for those who either aren't listening, haven't listened to the radio, or... Kanye's album I'm going to play a couple of uh, little snippets and let you hear what I heard that really turned me off to the entire album well I'm not going to say the entire album the majority of the album so let's check it out let's see right here now if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole And I get bleach on my t-shirt I'ma feel like an asshole I was high when I met her We was down to Tribeca She get under your skin if you let her She get under your skin if you... I don't even wanna talk about it I don't even wanna talk about it I don't even wanna say nothing Everybody gon' say something I be worried if they say nothing Remind me where I know you from She looking like she owe you something You know just what we want I wanna wake up with you in my Father Stretch My Hands, part one. And uh, this is part two. Robot rap continues. Up in the morning, miss you bad. Sorry I ain't call you back. Same problem my father had. All his time, all he had, all he had. And what he dreamed, all his cash. Market crash, hurt him bad. People get divorced for that. Drop some stacks, pops is good. Mama passing Hollywood. If 
few ass, lost my soul, driving fast, lost control, off the road, jaw was broke, remember we always broke, remember I'm coming back, I'm taking all the stagger. I got broads in Atlanta, just to throw me in the phone, credit cards in the scammers, getting the stagger. Legacies, family, wait and see the legacy. Oh my god. We dealt with this in the last episode, that panda design or designer panda, whatever. It's awful. And there it goes. Rearing its ugly head. In part two. Uh, here's another robot rap. Highlights featuring Young Thug. Oh, God. clear on that last song that last verse he said he wanted to put a gopro camera on his dick really all right okay uh but the robot rapping doesn't stop won't stop can't stop won't stop here we go wolves featuring frank ocean where he gets his robot on lost out think you get the point um i just can't i'm not feeling it and i don't know what's worse i don't know if the mumble mouth 
rappers that I can't understand are worse. I can't understand if the nursery rhyme style OT Genesis rappers are the worst or if robot rappers are the worst. But I know it's not hard to find. I can find a combination of all three. Nursery rhymes, robots, and uh, mumble mouths. So apparently this is what passes for hip hop these days. And I had someone who knows better tell me, well, you know, I kind of like the beats and I don't know why people are complaining about this. And the beats argument has been around forever. Oh, well, it's a dope beat. So I just like don't pay attention to the lyrics. Well, then you're not really a hip hop head because the lyrics and the beats are what combine to make a quality hip hop song. You don't have a quality hip hop song with only one of those two ingredients. I can think of lots of songs with great lyrics, horrible beats, and vice versa. There's way more examples of great beats and horrible lyrics. And those songs might get a lot of play on the radio, but they're not still around. Those aren't in the canon. Those aren't the go-to songs that get people hyped up. So, and, and the thing with Kanye, with the album is, I understand he's, you know, he considers himself the greatest artist, you know, of our generation or any generation or whatever. And again, I give him credit for attempting new things, for experimenting with sounds. But it's not my taste. And the thing is, it's hard to see if he's setting the trend or if he's just capitalizing on what's popular. Taking the robot rap sound and then trying to take it to the next level. Maybe that is what he's doing. Um, he gets credit for being the most creative uh, rap artist of, you know, 2016. And again, I preface a lot of this by saying that I understand, I'm only talking about the mainstream. Um, I understand that there's, there are plenty of quality hip-hop artists, MCs, groups, etc. underground that don't get a lot of shine, don't get a lot of play, and perhaps we should highlight them more here, but... I think that the audience uh, from the podcast, based on the feedback I've been getting, um, is pretty much kind of like West Coast Dre was when he was saying that he has his hip-hop catalog and it's pretty much locked and sealed. And something's going to really have to be exceptional to break through and make it onto his uh hip-hop playlist at this point so yeah it's it's just one of those things where I try not to be so set in my ways that anything new is bad anything old is great 
But the robot rap? Really? That's what's hot? So I'm not I'm not for that, but so I kept listening to the album because it was on and I was doing work and it was kind of on in the background. And then a song came on that I thought was absolutely fantastic. It is No More Parties in L.A. and it features Kendrick Lamar. And my thinking on this is that Kendrick Lamar being one of the... Um, best MCs, mainstream, underground, whatever, around currently. When Kanye got on the track with him, I think Kanye had to step his game up because you don't want to be obliterated on your own track. Eminem has done that to a few people. Um, Early on, Exhibit did it to Snoop uh, before Exhibit went down some other pathway, but... On this song, No More Parties in L.A., I think that Kendrick Lamar forced Kanye to really step up his lyrical game. And there's no, that I can tell, I don't hear any robot rapping. I just hear Kanye spitting. And it goes to show that if he wants to, he can do it. But he chooses not to. And maybe because, in his mind, if he does that, then, you know, he doesn't look as wild and creative. And so I get pushing boundaries, but every once in a while, I just want to hear a rapper rap. So I'm going to play a little, I'm going to play Kanye's verse from No More Parties in LA. Scary. Scary. No more parties in L.A. Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. Friday night, trying to make it into the city. Breakneck speed, passage to see something pretty. Thinking back to how I got here in the first place. Second class bitches wouldn't let me on first base. A backpack nigga with luxury taste buds. And the Louis Vuitton still got all of my pay stubs. Got pussy from beast, I did for niggas more famous. When did I become A-list? I wasn't even on A-list. Strippers get invited to where they only got hired. When I get on my C job, somebody gon' get fired. I was uninspired since Lauren Hill retired. And three stacks, man, you preaching to the choir. Any rumor you ever heard about it was true and legendary I done got Lewinsky and paid secretaries For all my niggas with babies by bitches That use they kids as meal tickets Not knowing that disconnect from the father The next generation will be the real victims I can't fault them really I remember Amber told my boy no matter what happens She ain't going back to Philly Back to our regularly scheduled programming Of weak content and slow jamming But don't worry, this one's so jamming You know it, Ellie LA is so jamming. I be thinking every day my holiday, I need to put up some goddamn barricades. I be paranoid every time. The pressure, the problem ain't I be driving, the problem is I be texting. My psychiatrist got kids that I inspired. First song they played for me was about their friend that just died. Texting and driving down my Holland Drive. That's why I rather take the 405. I be worried about my daughter, I be worried about Kim. But Saint is baby gay, I ain't worried about him. Have my life threatened by best friends with selfish intense. What I'm supposed to do? Ride around with a bulletproof car and some tents. Every agent I know, no, I hate agents. I'm too black, I'm too vocal, I'm too flagrant. Something smelling like shit. 
that's the new fragrance It just mean I do it my way Bitch, some days I'm in my Yeezy Some days I'm in my Vans If I knew y'all made plans I wouldn't have popped the Zans I know some fans thought I wouldn't rap like this again But the writer's block is over MC's cancel your plans A 38-year-old, 8-year-old A rich nigga problems Told my wife that I hate the road So I don't ever drive it It took six months to get the Maybach I'm at it out And my assistant crashed As soon as they backed it out Goddamn Got a ball fade I might slam Pink fur Got Nori dressing like Cam Thank God for me Whole family getting money Thank God for E I love rocking jewelry A whole neck full Bitches say he funny And disrespectful I feel like Pablo When I'm working on my shoes I feel like Pablo When I see me on the news I feel like Pablo When I'm working on my house Tell them parties in here We don't need to go out We need the turbo thoughts High speed, turbo thoughts Drop, 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 drop it Like Robocop She brace herself and hold my stomach Good dick, could do that She keep pushing me back Good dick, could do that She push me back when the dick go too deep This good dick could put your ass too sleep Get money, money, money Big, big money, money, money And as far as real friends Tell all my cousins I love them Even the one that stole the laptop You dirty motherfucker I just keep on loving you, baby And there's no one else I know can take your place Please, no more parties in that lane Please, baby, no more parties in that lane uh, No more parties in that lane Please, baby, no more parties in that lane uh, No more parties in that lane Please, baby, no more parties in that lane Let me tell you, I'm out here From a very far away He still got it when he wants to pull it out. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just spit. Find a dope beat and spit your lyrics. Heat. That's all I need. I don't need uh, Frank Ocean singing on the chorus. I don't need a computer making you sound like C-3PO. I don't need any of that. Beats and rhymes. Beats and rhymes. At no point... Did anybody say beats, rhymes, computers, a backup singer, and a weird sample? No. Beats, rhymes, beats, rhymes. Period. Now, as far as Kanye, Late Registration, uh, I think, was a fantastic album. But it's also the last album where I think that I could somewhat relate to whatever it was he was talking about um because like some of the stuff he's talking about now is just so out of the box like if if I fuck a model and she bleached her asshole and I got bleach on my t-shirt like what is he talking about like granted I get it you're super rich and you live in a world that I have no idea about and you, I don't know, just a peek behind the curtain with your lyrics, all I know is they're weird. But, I've always maintained that I don't mind if someone, I don't mind what you're rapping about, as long as you do it with skill and flair and cleverness. Um, so I think that the lyrics in that song 
were weird. Like, if I get bleach on my t-shirt, I'm like, well, huh? But, it was done, like that I wouldn't have, I guess, I wouldn't mind that so much if he just spit it. But instead, it's got the computers and the weird, singy, robot shit, and you know what, save it for George Lucas and ILM and, you know, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with it. So, um, no more parties in LA. I will be keeping that. Everything else uh, from the life of Pablo will be spending the rest of its natural life in the trash can on my computer. So, now, on to other matters. In the background, I've got a uh, Pete Rock beat playing from one of his uh, Pete Stramental albums. Uh, I think it's fading out about the switch. But um, anyone who listened to the last episode about Old Tron remembers how I went to the De La Soul concert to try to get my print signed and all the calamity and hilarity that ensued uh, en route to doing that. And if you listen to that episode, I mentioned that uh, I've been doing graphic arts for years now, and I have a site, hiphopart.net, where I've created uh, it's probably nearing 50 different uh, prints related to hip-hop and hip-hop culture. And I did it initially. uh, After Jam Master Jay was killed, I did the first one. And then some people saw it and liked it and wanted, wanted to buy them. So I started making more. And if you want, you can go on there and you can order those. Uh, they come on canvas. They're uh, 20, most of them are 20 inches by 30 inches. And uh, I like them. But I'm biased. Anyway, as I made these, what I decided I wanted to do was try and get them signed by the various artists who are represented in the, uh, in the pieces. And I've gotten... A lot of them signed, uh, as I think, and I as I mentioned in the previous episode, I've got uh, Rakim, EPMD, KRS-One, Dilated Peoples, Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, uh, Sticky Fingers from Onyx, uh, Public Enemy, Chuck and Flav, uh, the world famous Beat Junkies, Fat Lip, and Slim Kid Trey from the Far Side, De La Soul, and about mm, two weeks ago, Pete Rock and CL Smooth were going to be doing a show, uh, two shows in LA, one in Long Beach, one in Hollywood. And I mentioned it to a coworker, and she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I I, I know the um, promoter. You should come down and try to get your and we'll get your print signed." And I'm thinking like, "Really? Okay, wow, yeah." I'll, I'll try. So, just as a little background, each print that I've gotten signed, I mean, some of them were just sort of set up like in-store autograph things. You bring your 
record or whatever it is you want signed and the artist is sitting there and as long as you're in line on time then you just wait and get your thing signed but some of the things I've had to go through to try and get these others signed um, include a last minute quick trip to Comic Con in San Diego um, it's involved disguises me trying to sneak past security uh, forging documents from local radio stations confronting security guards threatening promoters it's been you know each one of these signatures has a story behind it and considering how the last thing went with uh, De La Soul I wasn't too hopeful about the Pete Rock and CL Smooth thing but when I showed up to the uh, venue, Rosa and Araceli, uh, shout out to them, were both both there. That's the my coworker, and and actually a filmmaker. If for anyone who is into Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, they are independent filmmakers, and they've created a or produced a film called Flesh and Bone is Home and I will double check the website because you can watch it online I think it costs like four bucks to watch it on demand and uh, it's definitely worth supporting and I will put the website link in in the show description at theliberator.com T-H-A-L-I-B-E-R-A-T-O-R.com which is the site that hosts uh, all of the Get Off My Lawn podcasts. So if you're not getting this through iTunes, uh, you can go to theliberator.com, click on Get Off My Lawn podcast section, and... You'll see all kinds of extras up there, uh, photos, links, and things like that. So there will be a link to Rosa and her sister's film. Actually, I'll pull it up, see if I can pull it up right now and make it accurate. So I don't, I know people don't like to do a lot of extra work, so. If you're on Instagram, you can follow them at Live On Camera Media Group, one word. And the website for the film is Flesh In Bone Is Home. One of the, if you're familiar with Bone Thugs, you'll know that's one of the members of the group. And so it chronicles the group. Um, in recent years, as they, uh, I guess, Flesh and Bone was in jail, and he comes out, and they have to uh, regroup, reunite, do what they got to do. So, uh, check it out. Again, fleshandboneishome.com, or if you're on Instagram, it's Live On Camera Media Group, and you can get all of the links and information. So, anyway... Yeah, Rosa and Araceli. They are the filmmakers. 
And so they met me outside the venue uh, where the Pete Rock and Seal Smooth concert was going on. And like right away, we just went on in and the promoter was there and they actually knew him. Because you run into a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so or I can get this done and get that done. And they can't. But they did it. So I'm like, all right, so that's a good sign. At least they, they do know the promoter. So uh, the show went on. show was cool. Pete Rock and CL Smooth, a, a duo that I never actually thought I'd see in concert, like at this late date. Because um, a lot of these older hip-hop groups, you know, they're not touring like they used to. They're not um, as accessible as they were when they were, you know, back in their heyday. So anyway, show goes on without a hitch. Um, I'm down on the floor, like near the, uh, near the stage. And Arcelli and Roaster are upstairs. And then after the show, um, Rosa comes down and she's got all access passes. And we go upstairs and we breeze past security. And the way security was working is the guy who was the opening act, they wouldn't even let him into the all access area backstage, even though he just performed. So I don't know what that's all about, but hey, I had an all access pass. So we just slid on upstairs and there was Pete Rock and a bunch of other people milling around and Big Les from... uh, Anybody who remembers Rap City and BET or the, the woman who was dancing at the beginning of uh, Living Single, Big Les was up there. And it's the awkward thing. Like, I just want to get my print signed. I don't want to be trying to suck up to people or hand them my demo or, you know, be some kind of fake, phony music industry insider, which I'm not. Uh, I just want to get my print signed. Just as easy as possible but so I'm just sitting there but Rosa just breezes on through the crowd you know meeting and greeting different people next thing you know she's talking to Pete Rock and boom gets the print sign and CL Smooth however he was uh, he was in a different section but Pete Rock may have been sick or something like that so most of the people who ha- who eventually got access to CL Smooth because he was downstairs taking pictures never got uh, to see Pete Rock or get anything signed or anything like that. So we got the print signed, then we were off to go look for CL Smooth. Um, found him downstairs. Uh, he was real cool. Signed the print. Took some pictures. Well. I didn't take pictures with him. Uh, Rosa had me take pictures of her and CL Smooth. So it was cool, but it was so smooth and relatively effortless that I'm thinking like, like, wow, am I even in the right? Like, this is so unusual. Usually I have to confront somebody, threaten somebody, sneak past somebody, and... I think that it helps when you are a very pretty, personable woman. Um, You know, it makes it a little bit easier. 
than when you're just some um, <laughs> 6'4 dude coming in there trying to get something done. So, uh, again, shout out to Rosa Araceli. Check out their movie. Um, and yeah, so now my my collection is is growing and I keep telling my son that uh, you know after I'm dead and gone you better hang on to this collection because this is going to be valuable in some sense though. and I don't want you selling it off to try to make a quick buck to try to buy a you know Xbox 920 or whatever I'm like you have to be a little more you have to be a little more dedicated to the hip-hop cause than that. And I don't know. I might be slipping because he he did a project in his physics class. And I won't describe the project. But basically, it included and involved uh, some classic hip-hop album artwork. So Illmatic, Three Feet High and Rising was in there. And... And some others I forget, but I was like, okay, good. So clearly, this kid is—I've—I've I've got him in the right hip hop mind state. He knows what's up, and he even has a <clears throat> Wu Tang Clan T-shirt. Um, so he knows what's up, or so I thought. And then, lo and behold, we were working on. Um, this other animation project and and part of it we needed to use um, music from the RZA from I believe it was from the Bobby Digital album and somehow we got into the following conversation where my son me the hip hop Taliban my son with the Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt and the old school artwork on his physics project, his high school physics project, didn't know how to spell RZA. Now, granted, it's bizarre, but if you're a hip-hop head, you know how to spell RZA, Jizza. Come on. Really? And so at first I thought he was joking around. When I realized he wasn't, fortunately, I had my phone at hand and recorded the second part of the conversation uh, in which he attempts to figure out how to spell RZA Um, and I'm going to play a little bit of that for you here and trust me this is a sad this is a sad day in the hip hop Taliban household sad 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 day so, here we go. Alright. So, spell RZA. You have a Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt. <laughs> R-I-Z-Z-A. Wrong. R. RZA. If you can't spell RZA, you can't wear the t-shirt. R A Z Z A. What? R Y Z Z A. R Y Z Z A. Riza. Oh, how many? Oh, R E Z Z A. Oh, R E Z. Oh, wrong. R E Z A. 
Are you sure you're my son? And why? Who? I'm gonna have to take your Wu Tang Clan T-shirt back. I spell RZA. How do you spell RZA? How <laughs> many different ways can you spell RZA? That's unbelievable that you don't know how to spell RZA. RZA. Wrong. I can't believe that. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, that's your homework assignment is to look up how to spell RZA. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Or I'm taking you. I don't ever want to see you in that Wu-Tang Clan shirt again until you can spell RZA. <laughs> Good luck. Unbelievable. documentary. <laughs> RZA. Oh, RZA. Wow. I thought it was a regular name. Yeah, uh, thanks to Google, he was able to, uh, pull it up, but, yeah, RZA, wow, um, it was almost as bad as, RZA was on some TV show, I think it was called Gang Related or Gang Affiliated or something, I don't even know if it still comes on, and my mom was watching it, and I came in the room and I saw... RZA on TV, and I said, oh, RZA's on this, and she's like, who? I was like, RZA, that guy, the RZA, him, the what? And it was a long, drawn-out conversation as I tried to explain that his name was the RZA, because as a hip-hop head, yeah, it makes perfect sense, RZA, R-Z-A, but she, a retired teacher, to her, it made absolutely no sense from a grammatical standpoint, so... I see her point, but she's not wearing a Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt and not in high school, so, uh, yeah. Next week's quiz is how to spell Jizza, and we'll see if he, uh, steps up and gets that done. Speaking of, uh, West Coast Dre and I went to a Jizza show uh, a few weeks back, and it was alright, it was alright. The best part of the show, oh, and I think I deleted the audio is the DJ who was playing in between acts he decided at a Jizza show that was full of Wu-Tang heads and old school hip hop heads he decided he was going to play Panda that designer that Panda song and as he played it the booing like um rose to a loud enough pitch that he got the message that he needed to turn that shit off. And he did. And I had the audio from that. But I think I may have deleted it. Um, but another audio treat. If I, can, if I can find it, I will put it up at theliberator.com and you can check it out. So, oh man, this time, time's flying. Okay, so, a little, while I'm throwing out websites, another website that I've been doing some uh, work with the good people over at turntabletroopers.com, and they sell hip-hop-related shirts, and just released a, they had the Fife shirt, 
which uh, was based around the artwork for the Fifeography that we dropped here a few months back. Uh, but their newest shirt is based on the the favorite line of MJ. Lemonade is a popular drink. Lemonade was a popular drink, and it still is. And you can check those shirts out over at turntabletroopers.com or if you're on Instagram, you can follow them at 1200troopers. Uh, and I believe that's the Twitter handle also, 1200troopers. So, all right, all right. Moving things right along. Now we finally get around to the primary topic and subject of this episode. So, those who have been listening know how it goes. I'm going to play this little intro and then I'm going to get on my soapbox as if I ever got off of it in the first place. Uh, I'm going to get on my soapbox and drop my essay. So, here we go. How is, uh, you said your wife is, how, what about Janet and the rest of the family, the daughters and everything? They're all doing fine. But I want to make this statement. This is a real good statement here. So stay attentive, cause this is a new joint As I read my essay Can I talk my shit again? As I read my essay Can I talk my shit again? As I read my essay Can I talk my shit again? As I read my essay Can I talk my shit again? Speak on it, man, speak on it So, one of the problems that I see and hear as I talk to people about hip-hop is that people of a certain age from a certain generation who came up during the golden era tend to over-romanticize everything about the era they act as if every song that was dropped every lyric every verse that was kicked from 1988 to 1995 was absolute five mic gold star stellar when they talk about current music oh this is this music is is nothing like what we had back then MCs don't know how to rhyme anymore and then they'll rattle off names you know oh we had Rakim we had Big Daddy Kane we had the DOC we had hieroglyphics Wu-Tang Mob Deep Outcast we had Big L we had Gangstar we had them all. The alcoholics. But what they failed to do 
is, I mean, I guess, you know, it's like when we look back at Michael Jordan's career. We remember the highlights. We remember him uh, scoring game-winning shots and winning the slam dunk contest. We don't remember games that where he lost, where he came up short, where, you know, he missed shots. No, that, because as time passes, we remember the highlights. That's fine, natural, and normal. However, uh, us old heads, we kind of need to take a step back because everything, there was a lot of garbage. You would watch Rap City and there would be some garbage that got played, whether that was the 69 boys or whether it was um, CPO or whomever. You can pick any number of groups and there was just a lot of bad music. Now, granted, the good music that came out was sort of set the foundation for uh, keeping hip-hop as something other than a fad. But, you know, there was a lot of bad music. However, that being said, to highlight my point, I came across um, a CD that was put out, and it was, is, entitled... DJ Drank's Greatest Malt Liquor Hits. And what it is, is a collection of songs about 40-ounce liquor, specifically St. Ides, which was one of the uh, main malt liquor brands, uh, 40-ounce malt liquor brands back in the 90s. And I'm pretty sure anyone who's even casually uh, interested in, affiliated with hip-hop, is aware of the 40-ounce, which was, basically it was just cheap liquor with a higher alcohol content than normal beer, and it was extraordinarily popular or targeted to and or uh, poor communities and it was mm, I would say the the real height of the popularity of the 40 amps was in the 90s and the early 90s And just to give an idea of how this poison was targeted towards the black community and poor communities in general, but um, there's an article, and you can look these up online, but uh, in this article it says, in the urban, poor, and black communities, however, its presence was huge, it being... Uh, 40 ounce malt liquor in the early 90s African American drinkers composed around 12% of the country's population according to census data 
but they drank around 28% of the country's malt liquor, according to a widely referenced study by Schenken Communications. And additional research suggested that number skewed heavily male. So, while black people, again, were 12% of the population, they constituted 28% of the market for this these 40-ounce malt liquor uh, bottles of poison. (laughs) And here's the thing. The way that they popularized it, the way that it was sold, uh, was through hip-hop and hip-hop artists. If you go back and listen to a lot of the old, um, the the NWA albums, uh, you'll hear them talking about 8-Ball. Um... Old English 800. And in one of the articles I read, if anybody remembers Colt 45 and Billy D. Williams, he was uh, the smoothest black man on the planet. He did an ad for Colt 45 that basically uh, the, the suggestion was if you drink this Colt 45, then you'll be, you know, a smooth ladies' man like Billy D. It works every time. But as it pertained to hip-hop, um, yeah, these companies, St. Ives in particular, used rappers to promote this liquor. And it wasn't just the rappers you would think. You would think, like, okay, gangster rappers and people like that, like, no, 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 no. This is across the board. So, what I'm going to do is, most of these are, they're about a minute long, and predominant, some of them were used for the commercials, which you can find on on YouTube, but I think it's an interesting uh, snapshot to show exactly how hip-hop was used to promote something extraordinarily detrimental and negative to the target audience. I mean, for as much as I want to criticize, uh, you know, rappers today, I'm not aware that in mass they are promoting a product as poisonous as 40-ounce malt liquor. So... We're going to go ahead and take a listen to a f- several of these, maybe all of them, because they're only, like I said, a minute long, in some cases a little less. And um, I'm going to just play some, and then I may or may not opt to interject with some comments. Uh, but let's check out the, uh, the first one. From, the first few are from King T and DJ Pooh. Uh, again, if you were going to stereotype, those are the King T's, the, the rapper that you would kind of expect to be doing a malt liquor ad. Dope, dope MC, by the way, I think highly underrated West Coast MC, King T, DJ Pooh, uh, West Coast producer back in the day. All right, let's check it out. King T, St. Ides. Hey man, what's up? What you got on the folio? Let's go get eight ball. Eight ball, man. I don't drink no eight ball no you more. You don't drink man. eight ball. Let's give a hand, yo. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. All right. I drink. Say, 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 say. Uh, 
And set the eight ball aside For a stronger lawmaker It's called St. Ives I usually drink it when I'm out just clowning Me and the homeboys, you know, be like down in it Cause it's stronger but the taste is more smooth I grab a 40 ounce when I wanna act a fool If they told you King T drinks eight ball, they lied I drink Saint, 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 Saint What's it called? Saint, 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 I drink Saint, Do you wanna go? Go on, stay to the liquor stores. Move and get some sane eyes, baby. Get some sane eyes. Mellow, baby. Give me that liquor first. So he got that liquor and he got a whole gallon. He drank it down, didn't bat an eyelash. He was tore up and he left. Pretty soon he came back. Friday night on the streets of LA. I'm going out, been hanging around the house all day. So I rush to the liquor store, pull up on the side, rush into the place, grab a case of St. I. But wait, don't you drink on English? Huh, how'd you figure? King T's hooked on premium malt liquor, smooth and slick. Who you? Know the taste when you wanna act a fool, make sure St. Ives is in the place. Never in my ecclesiastical career have I encountered such an abundant, satisfying, Abiding manifestation of thorough. Yo, pull cut the mumble jumble, man. A 40 ounce. A 40 ounce fit for a king. Yo, smooth and mellow, man. Stop at the store, pick it up. Peace. And even more King T and DJ Pooh. A good evening. I do not attempt to digest your radio. There is nothing wrong. I got something to say, man. The real soul, brother. That's right. Yeah. Now this is King T. Well, all right. All right. Now pulls down with me. Well, all right. All right. And we came to perform. Well, all right. All right. For the eye of the storm. Well, all right. All right. This is another commercial by the K-I-N-G. About the beer they call S-T. Don't fess against the best and I got it, so go buy a can. I usually drink from the bottle, yeah. The taste be soothing, make it real cooling. No fooling, you'll enjoy the real McCoy because St. Ives rule. And they act like a fool. Act like a fool. Some think it's kind of dumb, but I think it's St. Ives. Act like a fool. Some think it's kind of dumb, but I think it's St. Ives. The bomb on liquor. Thank you. 
reps for days and days here's another <clears throat> king t with uh east swift dj f- producer from the alcoholics so let's see what they got get okay with it About St. Ives, you see, we drank it every night. Go on, yeah. these Swift Buffs. It's that new beer, St. IDES, that won a gold medal in a national contest. Here, take a swig. Now, why do you think that it's the only malt liquor King T and these Swift I never let one drop go the waste of the premium malt liquor with a smooth taste. So, go get a case and check for yourself. Your local store has a stock on the shelf, St. Now this next one, uh, I believe this one features Ice Cube. Yeah, that Ice Cube. Before before he was making family movies and uh, basically palatable to mainstream America. And I think now he's doing Coors Light or something. Well, before he was doing Coors Light, he was doing St. Ives hard. So let's see. <clears throat> I believe this is... Ice Cube and of course King T, I think. We'll see. Action! Uh. Yeah. Now step up to the King T's beer stand And let me know what beer is grand No, no, wait I got somebody that might convince you Hold up, hold up, wait Once again, this zone I'm going out the front door Ice cube in the glass house Headed for the stove To get a beer that's better than the rest The S-T period I-D-E to the S And it'll put hair on your chest In the black can So once you grab a six-pack and Get your girl in the mood quicker Get your Jimmy finger with we'll say hold I don't lick So when you get a four Roll to the spot Hug and kiss your girl And screw the cap off the top And get a taste of the beer That makes you tingle And just remember that jingle Here's something that's sweeping the nation by surprise It's that fabulous Okay Now see this is Where There's clearly A A problem And I'm going to bring up some music because I'm going to talk for a second. Now in that, 
is where we begin with the just insidious uh, the implication that if you drink this malt liquor that's got a higher alcohol content that uh, it'll get your girl it'll quote get your girl in the mood quicker get your Jimmy thicker quicker oh so now it's it's the original Viagra um, this is the kind of nonsense that is extraordinarily detrimental but apparently effective marketing to young people because you have to figure that back in I'm not sure when this dropped but the St. Ides commercials let's say like 1990 because by 91 when Ice Cube did Death Certificate he was not promoting uh, St. Ides anymore that I recall but on his first two albums um, he was and I'm trying to think don't drink eight ball because St. Ides is given ends uh, yeah that was that was death certificate but again my point is that back then to tell your young male black audience that this is if you want to be a real man this is what you drink if you want to uh, get your girl in the mood this is what you drink if you want to get your dick hard this is what you drink like this is offensive on so many levels aside from the fact that what they're telling you to use to achieve these supposed ends is poison like it's just it's it's horrible and the fact that I mean some marketing guru decided to use uh, King T again it's even smarter because it's one of those things where credibility is lent because King T is just sort of an underground uh He's a respected underground MC. And even those those first four or five songs that I played, aside from the fact that he's peddling poison, as pure just like hip-hop songs and verses about a subject, they were clever. And like, yeah, it's, I like the beats and King T's delivering it. So when you get someone like that, a King T, an Ice Cube, and again, remember, Ice Cube was... Um, that was like the he was not mainstream like I know anybody depending on your age if you're listening to this you might think yeah Ice Cube every night no he was not mainstream he was the guy who left NWA he was um, harder than the hardest hardest hard can get so to have people like that peddling this stuff really it's a smart marketing move if that if you're trying to target young poor black males um but on a larger level it's just really awful detrimental but hey it don't stop there because St. Ides they were just just getting ramped up so the next joint is uh Ice Cube 
So let's see what Ice Cube, what more he has to say about uh, St. Ives. Yo, let's bust one of them funky St. Ives commercials, man. Where that beat at? Give me a beer! <laughs> That's it. Yo, DJ Pooh on the mic at this time. Me and these Swifts in the house. Yo, we got Ice Cube in the house. He finna bust a funky St. Ives commercial. We gonna show you how we do it. Yo, kick it off. T crooked I D E S guaranteed to get a big booty undressed. I got a 40 every hood that you see me in. Cause ain't eyes more liquor at the premium. Ice cubes in the house, don't you know me? Pour a little out on the curb for my homies. I asked Boo and the lynch mob crew how much money you got on the St. Eyes crew. Then I go get a six pack. You know the can is black with the funny zigzag. Then I pick up a girl. Forget eight, boy. That beer make you curl. And when she see the black can in the trees and make her talk about the birds and the bees, drink St. Ives and the boots her ass out. Ice Cube is 5,000 as I pass out. And again, you see the theme with Ice Cube. Uh, this idea of equating your malt liquor consumption with your uh, sexuality. And it's just, it, it's awful. It's awful. Um, and it's it's basically taking the Billy D. Williams, it works every time, just taking it to another uh, more disgusting uh, level. But here's where we start to get into some of the uh, oddities of the St. Ives campaign, because, okay, you figure that you get a gangster rapper Ice Cube to promote this beer and say these outrageous things. Okay, so he did that. But then Ice Cube also had a female MC, Yo-Yo. Uh, and Yo-Yo was basically supposed to be the positive um, urban uh, woman from the hood rapper. So it was kind of like when Ice Cube made the transition to more militant uh, style lyrics, Yo-Yo was the female version of that. And he was clearly writing um, a lot of her lyrics, but that's not so much the problem. However, uh, and Yo-Yo, who was the head of the IBWC, the Intelligent Black Women's Coalition, uh, is featured on this next St. Ides uh, ad. Here we go. Yo, coming at you with another funky St. Ives commercial. Ice Cube and I got my guest. And it's still a man's world. 16 men dead on a mothership. Cause they said that only a brother can sip up St. Ives malt liquor. Is a wait, 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 yo, yo. I think your head's getting bigger. Cause I see it coming. St. Ives is strong enough for a man and not for a woman. Back up off my tip. To me, you're just shooting your lip. Ain't nothing wrong with a woman taking a sip. Haha, don't get me wrong. The drink is real strong, but it's cool and mellow when you're grooving with your fellows. So ladies, while you're out there chilling with your man while he pops the 40, put a glass in your hand. Slide me mine. Cause St. Ives is right on time. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it wouldn't be nothing without a woman's touch. <laughs> or a big butt. <laughs> Thank you. 
and the name of that song is Femalt Liquor. Female malt liquor combination, Femalt Liquor. Uh, and so Yo-Yo basically saying, yeah, I'm a positive black woman, but it's cool because girls can drink uh, this poison too. And again, just feeding into this ridiculous narrative that uh, if you consume enough malt liquor, you know, you become much more attractive and <laughs> ready to put in work. So let's see. Are we still? Yeah. Ice Cube. Ice Cube became the primary spokesperson for St. Ives, and he was kicking these verses. At the same time, this had to be, because Yo-Yo's around, so it had to be beyond the point that Death Certificate was released. So, I don't know. I, I, I really need to go back. I didn't even think to go back and check the exact dates on this, because this is... This isn't something that I believe you'll just find anywhere. It's just one of these things that I found floating around the internet and pulled down. So I'll have to get back to you on the dates, but let's see what else Ice Cube's got to say. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Crack the top on the verse with no rehearsal And here's a brand new St. Ives commercial From the I to the C to the E to the C To the U to the B to the E and that's me And I'm talking about the same Eyes more liquor, it'll probably make you faint And you'll paint the town red After you take a 40 dog to the head Me and the lynch mob crew like the gang up On a court, cause it'll keep the gang up And then it relax me Everybody wants some, so I gotta get a taxi So I won't get a DUI is the reason Can't go to jail this holiday season All I want for Christmas is my St. Ives brew All I want for Christmas is my St. Ives brew All I want for Christmas is my St. Ives brew Yo, boo, what up? I'm through And put it in your eggnog And put it in your eggnog at least he was showing enough responsibility to uh, take a cab. But again, he slips in there. That idea that if you if you drink enough of this liquor, then, you know, your erection, man. Woo! Here's another one. Come here. Come here. Give me that proof, fool. It's a full-time jack move. St. Ives, more liquor, make the black move. And I tell when Tom, Dick, and Hank, who bought eight the black, not the copper, cause the S-T crooked eye is so proper, with the L-E-N-C-H-M-O-B, plus a tall can and a 40, and here's how we'll greet ya, pass your proof first time we meet ya, you feel dumb cause you didn't know, Ice Cube don't drink that other beer no more. Drink some and you won't change back. You say, I ain't never drunk a beer like that. Off the end of the bottle, you choke, show dogs in the house. Pass the quote. And if you want to come up, pull to the store, get out, and then run up. Go to the counter with your five and buy a quarter of your same eye. And of course, that was a variation of uh, the 
classic Ice Cube song, Jackin' for Beats. That one's called Jackin' for Malt Liquor. Yeah. Again, some of these, if he wasn't, if it wasn't for the fact that he was peddling poison to the community, uh, these would be, you know, these aren't bad in and of themselves. Here's another one. An anti-eight ball. Because, again, eight ball was the... Uh, uh, malt liquor sold by St. Ives rival company. We don't want no eight ball. Do you like eight ball? Oh, no. Yeah. We don't want no eight ball. Do you like eight ball? Oh, no. Bank it in the side pocket. What is this? Some old bullshit. Hey, yo, hey, yo. What? Took a sip and had to spit because I ain't with that beer called the OE because I'm OG Ice Cube down with the STI. You looked and it was gone. Grab me a 40. Wish they'd come up with a 12 pack. Wow. You got the shill. Step right up, step right up, step right up, son. And try this new beer, but are you over 21? Yes, I am, mister, so please pass the bottle. Cause I've been drinking ever since I could swallow. Okay, one of these are St. Ives. We took off the stickers. If you were blindfolded, do you think you could pick it? The other brands, all right, that may be true, G, but y'all can't fool me. Cause I know the S T I D E S has gotta be the best. Well, put this blindfold on and take the test. It's greater than Alpha so I gotta tell a friend. Yo, boo, show him what he a summertime supply of St. So now, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're thinking. You know, hey, yeah, those West Coast gangster artists... There's a total, there was a total lack of knowledge out there. So, yeah, of course, they had jerry curls. That jerry curl juice must have seeped into their brains and made them think, hey, let me peddle this poison to the community and get paid. Yeah, I know, but no, 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 no. It was not just a West Coast phenomenon because... I think you'll probably recognize the voice in this next joint. Let's check it out. 
Let me see if I can find one of the funky St. Ives commercials on the radio, man. Up early in the morning. Oh, we gotta go. Wait a minute. I know where to find it. <laughs> yeah, that was DJ Pooh. Here's a word yeah, for here's right here. Check it out. Mmm, I need something refreshing when I get finished manifesting. Too cold, a whole bowl like Smith and Wesson. One court and my thoughts hip hop related. Write a rhyme and my pen's intoxicated. Lyrics are quicker with a sip of more liquor. Since I'm a city slicker, brain waves are quicker. Rhymes I create rotate at a rate too quick to duplicate. Feel a breeze as I skate. Mics at Fahrenheit when I hold it real tight. When I'm in flight, then we ignite. Blood starts to boil. I heat up the party for you. Let Girl, but me and my mic down with oil Wreck still turn with third degree burn for one man I heat up your brain, give it a suntan So just cool, let the temperature rise To cool it off with St. Ives Oh, so this is what a real man drinks Thank you, Rakim Uh, and as the sultry voice at the end just told you If you didn't already know, that was Rakim The Rakim the God MC, Rakim, Rakim Allah, uh, peddling St. Ides. So it just goes to show this was not relegated to West Coast rappers. Rakim is, depending on who you ask, I mean, he's clearly, he's on the Mount Rushmore, but one of the gold standards as far as emceeing and you know people can make the argument that King T well yeah you'd expect it from King T Ice Cube he was a gangster rapper at the time yeah you'd expect it from Ice Cube but Rakim pushing St. Ides so that's where we're at okay so Maybe you're saying, okay, okay, well, you know, Rakim, he did it once, and, oh, and let me, that point at the end, real men drink St. Ives malt liquor. Like, just think about that. That's what Rakim is promoting. Real men drink this high alcohol content cheap liquor so I mean it speaks for itself and it's sad uh, but for those of you who are like well okay everybody can make can make one mistake then I will submit to you this next one entitled get some this was all get practice. I'll hit the spot bullseye when the bomb gets hot. Temperature like a meteor. I shoot it like a missile. Mission accomplished. Now it's time to wet the whistle. Call the fire alarm. A red alert. Take a sip real quick and let it work. It's like mixing something ice cold with lava. Not a little, but a lot of. Because I'm getting hotter. Hotter. Summer madness in the streets. Dead heat. Tripping with sweat till it hits the concrete. Every word will be hot like mercury. Bomb displays the sun rays. Every verse will be another roast. Cause the sun strokes. When I get too close, the mic smokes. Smokes. Burks in the flames. And I'm about to get some more St. I support it out. Support it out. 
in this next one. Yo-Yo's back with the king of the malt liquor rhymes, King T. Yo, this is King T. I got my homegirl Yo-Yo in the house. She want to tell you about the St. Ives brute. You know what I'm saying? Yo-Yo. There's no way you can skip the subject. Your drink St. Ives simply because you love it at Mari. And I'm the one who inspired it. St. Ives is in the house. Ladies, let's try this. Get you in the mood. Make sure you want Ooh. Girl, I'm telling you, have your soul relaxed. Your cane on back will round up, and you'll be going for a six-pack. Better than your ordinary. This one keeps you mellow, honey. Drink it on the up and up. It's guaranteed to save your money. Have your own the go. Can't say no one while you're at it. Grab some for yo-yo. There's nothing to a C. Just for ST. St. Ives Mall Liquor is the best in the streets. <laughs> yeah, yo-yo, stomp into the night. Ladies, don't be afraid to go out there and tell your man, hey, look, you need a six-pack, you know what I'm saying? St. Eyes. She was kind of like the West Coast Sister Soldier if Sister Soldier had um, a lack of <laughs> ethics. And would just do anything. Ladies, drink this liquor. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, it's it's not that it's just bad that she's saying it. It's because when it gets combined with the other message that's being sent to the men about, hey, you know, get this. This will make you more sexually virile this is this is what you need um then you combine that and you're telling girls yeah yeah you drink some too so now you're encouraging everybody to get drunk and have sex and it's just it's just so over the top irresponsible especially from someone who claims to be positive i was watching the uh the ESPN, that 30 for 30 documentary they did on OJ and the OJ trial. And when they got to the part when they were talking about uh, right around the LA riots and uh, the OJ trial when Mark Furman, it was the judge was trying to decide if he was going to let in his uh, racist tapes. And so they showed news clips from some rallies and protests that were taking place and there was yo-yo i saw yo-yo she was uh right there because she was a prominent relatively prominent community activist so that's what you want to see you want your community activists out there telling you to drink 40 ounces of malt liquor that's great but in this next one we see some by coastal unity and this one is entitled east meets west malt liquor and this features eric and parish making dollars aka epmd and ice cube so we'll check it out right here Okay, talking about 
Forget about the St. Ives brew, run through a can or two Share with my crew is magnificent, bust is mellow And for the rest of the commercial, I pass the mic on to my no fellow No need for a mic check, bust it, the beers are set Then grab a 40, then put him to yoke and snap his neck St. Ives, take a sip, then wipe your lips Cue my 40's getting warm, I'm out, he got the dip Drink it, drink it, drink it, then I burp After I slurp, ice cube, I put in much work with the BMT and the E-Trouble, get us a St. Ice Brew on the dub. Yeah, BMT and Ice Cube in the house. Scratch, we're hitting with one of the ball pieces. All the Yeah, and here's the E-Double with his own. St. Ives rap. Hit me. It's the E and I'm smoking, aka Slayer. Yes, the one. Sharp as a blade, call me Shogun. I must talk about the beer with the bigger figure. St. Ives premium malt liquor. I drink the ultimate, not with the warrior, my man. A 40 ounce or a can. So on the STKA sneak tip, get the Bozak while I take a sip. Everybody's bugging. Wow. A new brew is on the shelf. Time to ditch that old beer kid and go for self. Next time you're in the store, I suggest you stop at home. Grab the black and gray can with red almond elf or zigzag. For the brothers' pants who sag down to their tin boots as the 40s pass. But you must be cool when sipping the St. Ice brew. It comes in small cans or 40 for the crew. It really don't matter, we drink it cold or hot. Crack and brittle Long Island, cause St. Ives hits the spot. But for now, I'm outie. Plus, I'm running low on fuel, not petroleum, kid. But the St. Ives brew. Oh, so Parrish made a an appearance there also. Um didn't make it any better and again when I say it didn't make it any better the song and the verses in and of themselves are you know cool kind of head nodders but in the larger context of what they're doing and what they're selling and what they're promoting it's just so ridiculously distasteful um and on this next one we're going to stay on the East Coast, because here's another East Coast veteran, Cool G Rap, with DJ Pooh and Sir Jinx on the beat. Check it out. Got a bounce to get the 40 ounce bottle. Get a grip, take a sip, and you'll be picking up models. Ain't it no puzzle, I guzzle, cause I'm more a man. I'm down in the 40 and my shorty's got sore cans. Stacks and six packs on the table. And I'm able to see St. Ives on the label. No shorts with the cross, you know I got them. I take off the cap, but first I tap on the bottom. Throw about three in the freezer so I can kill it. Careful with the bottle, baby, you just don't spill it. Cause St. Ives is said, the paint is red. You drink it down with the guys, it'll rise head. Take back the pack of duds. Go get you some St. Ives and drink it to the suds. Billy D is the chili cheese, sit down with the weak guys. Be a man and get a can of St. Ives. And again, you heard him slip into that, slip in that line about be a real man and Drink some St. Odds. Well, here's some more uh, regional unity. 
This one features the Ghetto Boys and Ice Cube. <laughs> That's my favorite all time. <laughs> what is it? Yes! It's the SD Cricket IDES. I make a mess unless I can do it like a Geo. Ice Cube with the G to the E to the T. Now here it comes, dude. I play the game where there's no rules. The homies on the cuff say I'm a fool cause I drink root. Put the bus a cap on the eyes, bro. Bushwick on the go with a blow to the eyes. Here I come. Willie D, that's me. Rolling with Fifth Watt, South Park, and South Central G. And St. Eyes when I party. By the 12 pack case of a boy. Six pack 48 gets the real pounce. I drink fruit, but yo, I drink it by the 12 ounce. They say fruit makes you fat. But saying eyes is straight, so it really don't matter. So keep your eye on the prize. Next time you go shopping, grab the same eyes and buy a real malt liquor. And tell them that the ghetto boys and cute sent you. Buy a real malt liquor. Tell them that the ghetto boys in Cube Center. Wow. Willie D. <laughs> uh, and I guess the ghetto boys liked the check. So then they were like, yeah, St. Eyes, we got another one for you. Based on their classic. Here we go. I sit alone in my four-cornered room eating a wing dinner. <laughs> Chill out, man. We doing the St. Eyes commercial. What? Yeah, St. Eyes. Pick up a brew, read the sticker And make sure it says St. Eyes Mark Liquor Cause if it don't, you ain't getting what you're paying for St. Eyes is the team I'm playing for But remember there's a limit, true Don't get too full, or you sure to be finished, dude Scarface shit to say that, boy Cause I'm drinking St. Eyes and Willie D's getting full Other beer, that's it, that's the place Why is that? Cause I like the smooth taste St. Eyes to done when it comes to fun is I got mine, watch me rush it. Saying I brew the crooked eye gets me busted. Four double OZ and I'm straight. Cause that's all Bushwick can tolerate. Saying I's always one up on you. If you're drinking something else, your mind's playing tricks on you. And by the time we get to this next one, Snoop Doggy Dog. Dog father is uh, in the mix. Check it out. Just hit the corner store. You know what I'm looking for. Saint Just hit the corner store. You know what I'm looking for. Saint Just a bouncing house below. No set tripping, just sipping on ST. That's how we do it in the LBC. Hear ye, hear ye, come on, come on. It's the first Daniel G. Nick and all my dogs are invited, so don't enlighten. Cause it's the first time in a long time, and I just might reminisce about the fresh best back in 85 when the dub and the Saniacs used to who ride. It was easy just to serve on the curb, that's how I do. Ain't no slipping, dipping, now I'm sipping on my roof, staying true. Cause now I'm supposed to grab my little friend, then my deuce deuce. I get loose with my hands on my drink. LBC, I see money in the bank, St. Oz. Okay, I'm not gonna front, that was dope. But. It's, it's still the same problem as with the other ones, but considering the scope of uh, Snoop's 
topics of rhyming. It's either shooting, cripping, smoking weed. Might as well throw liquor in there. That, you couldn't tell that was any different from any song that was on any of his albums. Uh, even got Nate D-O-double-G in there. Rest in peace. And uh, the G-Funk sound. That was pretty much... <laughs> That was just classic Snoop. And uh, let's see, who's who's next up? Oh, Warren G, the G-Child. He wanted to get in on the act. Here we go. Back up, back up, cause it's on. Can you do what we do when we're sipping on the brew? Back up, back up, cause it's on. Can you do what we do when we're sipping on the brew? Conjunction, junction, what's my assumption? I'm sipping on the St. Ives brew, that's my function. One for the money, two for the brew. It's the LB to the C with the G-Funk crew. Ooh, what would you do when we do what we do when we're sipping on the brew? Grab a deuce, deuce of a 40 ounce. Dipping through the hood, bumping mo bounce. I see some G's on they knees, so I turn around on threes. Jumps out my ride and checks my D's. On down to the spot where my knots made Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid Fade in the wind, now it's on again Heads to the side, scoop the twins Everything is smooth on the east side Party on deck, I'm drinking St. Ives, yeah Again, that didn't sound like anything that couldn't have been on You know, a Warren G album And next up Another member of the crew, Nate D-O-double-G. There's a party going on, like all night, till the break of dawn. Yeah, that's right. My D-O-double-G is in the Nate house. D-O-double-G. Party going on like all night. Bring all your friends. Bring a case of Saint Ives. That's how you're getting me. Yeah, that's all right. My homies having fun with no fights. That's how it is. When you're living in the beach, your whole life the best place to live. Now that's so right. if you're over 21, you heard right. Don't hesitate. Bring a hundred of your friends. Is there anything Nate Dog can't sing about and make it sound cool? I don't know. Uh, but I guess everybody on the West Coast wanted to get in on the act. Uh, because next up, we have one from MC8 of Compton's Most Wanted. E-I-H-T, let me continue. You left out the G because the G ain't in you. Uh, but, yeah, at this point, he had been in Minister Society, and so he had a much higher profile. So it makes sense that they would get him into one of these uh, commercials. Here it goes. The hood done took me under, 
no wonder I'm still chilling in the city with no pity. Steps out on my front porch to check my spot. Bells to the store they get that crooked eye shot. I got to have it in my body. Bring about two or three cases to the party. Cheer, don't give me that old school chicken bottle. Don't try to fool, son. I want the cool one. The black can is the one that I'm looking for. Make a stop at your neighborhood liquor store. I save a corner just to pour it down. Know it tastes good to my homies. My G's dip and we chill like the outsiders. On my front lawn, profiling low riders. I hit the mean air wash, they get loose. Reach in my pocket, get out my deuce, deuce. Saint I, Saint I. I mean, for some of these, if you're already a gangster rapper, just sliding in references to St. Ives seems to be normal and natural. And, you know, people might miss it if they weren't, uh, if I wasn't specifically pointing out that these were St. Ives related uh, ads. But here's the next one for, uh, going back down south to Mr. Mr. Scarface. Say nice commercials, commercials, whatever. Mob and my Mercedes Monday afternoon. Mr. in the Babylon, but still me outfit boom. So I stopped by my homie stove, grabbed a drink, skipped over the competition, grabbed a sack. Can't deal with little busters, so I don't deal. And when I go for the gun, I go for real. So I reach for the real deal. Well, if you love the beers, tried it once before when I've been rolling it for years. So I get to my crib and I park my ride. Cause if you got to creep, then avoid the eyes. Cause only silly people try to drink and drive. They risk their lives and some do die. But I take the time to find a proper spot. Cop a squat and pop the top. Mr. Scarface, another smooth MC. Again, uh, aside from what he's promoting, I liked it, but I always liked that uh, Scarface Ghetto Boys sound and uh, love hearing from Mr. Scarface. There's another one from Snoop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Pull over and hit that liquor store up real quick for me. Yeah, I'm going to get me some up out of this. Cigarettes the same eyes. Yeah, I'll be right back. Check it out. Hurry up. Yeah, what's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> real smooth, like. You know, man, I'm, they try to play me for my life. I mean, I can't be played. I'm too real with this. You know, I'm real smooth and subtle, somewhat like a St. Eyes, you know? I keep things in motion 24 7. My game's unbelievable, baby. You know? <laughs> real smooth, like. Come to drop some salt in their game. <laughs> they gon' bow down to the bow wow one way or the other, my brother, cause it's all real, baby. No strings attached, I got it like that. <laughs> I do it with a twist, so you can't miss. It goes a little something like this. I'm not bragging, but I'm just sagging. I bet you don't wanna see the Deco Double G. Especially when he's sippin' on the cold SD. 419 SD, Deco Double G. Say nah. <laughs> Hey, hey, I don't know what that was, but okay, so, you know, you still might be saying, all right, all right, okay, okay, Rakim made a couple of bad decisions, did a couple of St. Ives commercials, could you rap, okay, okay, 
he 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 did it too. EPMD, okay, okay, but it's still it's mainly just these West Coast guys, and that's true for the most part. But here is another extreme outlier that, well, I don't want to say extreme outlier, but it's something in a group that you probably wouldn't have expected to appear on this compilation. But um, I won't tell you who it is, but I'll tell you the name of the song. The name of the song is called Shaolin Brew. Here we go. Oh dear, coming through with my shell and crew Two cent for a case, give me St. Osprey In the midst of broken bottles and crushed up cans Met the cows in the jam, oh how dry It's with St. Ives in my system Crack another, I'm blessed, let's go get the next one And get over, the object is to stay sober Lay on the sofa, better yet, down my shoulder I'll be champ, stressed out, could never be son Rick and say jelly, hit the deli for a cold one Naturally blessed, yes, my rap is like a laser beam The boards in the bushes, say not fill a canteen Crack the bottle of the say not sipping through those You don't realize, the drinking ain't only to be drunk You can't drive, keep my people alive And if the sink don't know you from a can of paint it was hot on the spot, so I chatted up the block. I saw aquas and eyes, I could tell by the top. Of the back, it be built it. Not that charcoal built it, ice cold bottle built it. Till my cup be spilt it. Yes, the Wu Tang clan got in on the St. Ides uh, cash cow, making a song, Shaolin Brew promoting St. Ides, but for those who want to say, oh, well, that's strange. If you listen on the Wu-Tang Clan album on, I forget the song, but the one where they're talking about, Shami got busted in his head two times, God. Uh, he says, I was on the way to the store to get my culture cipher. And if you do the math and the knowledge and the 5%, uh, culture, I believe, represents 4 and Cypher is zero. So basically he's saying, I was going to the store to get a 40. So perhaps it's not that strange at all that they would put out a song, Shaolin Brew, and have it here. So the last uh, selection in this malt liquor compilation is Backward Started. Well, not really Backward Started. It started with King T. But uh, Ice Cube. Finishing it up, batting cleanup for the St. Ides, right here. Let's check it out. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I, I drink crooked eye. You know the can is black. Yeah. I, I drink crooked eye. You know the can is black. What the fuck is crooked eye? Introducing crooked eye. Ice tea and fruit punch. Damn, I got the hunch that all the G's in the house will be sipping. It's non-alcoholic, so it ain't no tripping. All natural, you'll still be the man with your hand around the black can. I wish I had the 40 OZ of the crooked eye, but an iced tea. Better than the rest, I'm stepping on the stages. Crooked eye for all ages. Ice cube, chilling on the day that's hotter. Can't wait till they come with the pina colada. Not a malt liquor, never was. Cause some days I don't wanna get buzzed. So walk past the snapple. Crooked eyes on sale from Cali to the Big Apple. And all the G's drink it. Um, 
Thank you, Ice Cube, for reminding me. Just when I thought it could not get worse, I'm reminded it did get worse. Hey, where we going, man? Worse. What we going to look for? Oh, uh, we're looking for the bitches with the fucking St. Ides, bro. Hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. You guys from 11.5, you're not going to bring me none of that Bammer Budweiser shit, are you? Okay, I guess there was a little extra tacked onto that. But, no, what I was saying is, it got worse because... What happened is St. Ives, okay, so they're selling this malt liquor, but you can only sell that to adults. So what they came out with was this stuff called Crooked Eye, and it was like, it was um, a non-alcoholic like fruit punch. They had different flavors, things like that. And so ultimately, as you heard from the, the Ice Cube song, they're trying to promote it kind of like Snapple. Like you were going to get a Snapple, but instead get one of these Crooked Eye uh, fruity beverages to essentially introduce young consumers to the product, get them using the brand, identifying with the brand, so that then, you know, as they move past middle school into high school, now when it's time to make their selections on their uh, adult beverage, now they're going to stick with St. Ives. They're already in the family. And I, it's probably on YouTube, but they had a commercial for it that had a little cartoon. And I think Snoop was involved with it. But I don't know what happened. Hopefully, I mean, I know that it didn't, it didn't last, but... Hopefully it didn't last because someone stepped in and said, whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell are you doing? I mean, it's the equivalent of a tobacco company selling, I don't know, bubblegum. Marlboro bubblegum or something uh, like that. Menthol bubble. Well, it's it was fruit punch. <laughs> it was St. Ives fruit punch. And Ice Cube, the degenerate that he is in that ad, is basically telling kids like, oh yeah, drink this and you'll still, because in there he says something about, you'll still have your hands wrapped around the, the black can. So like, you can pretend like you're drinking, you know, the actual malt liquor, but you're not. You're drinking fruit punch. So walk past the Snapple and get this St. Ives fruit punch. Crooked eye. So it all just goes to show that everything from the golden age, from the golden era, from these MCs that we hold in such high regard was not positive. It was not great. And in fact, I can't think of anything more detrimental being pushed on the hip-hop consumer than this I mean Kanye selling very expensive shoes and weird clothes and things like that but come on this is this is nefarious this is uh, highly objectionable and really shameful that that this took place and you know like I said I don't know that 
it would happen today. It'd kind of be the equivalent of Young Thug and uh, Little Wayne on, you know, pushing cough syrup. Really. Uh, so, again, us old heads, we need to check ourselves because everything, let's not overly romanticize the 90s and the 80s and whenever, the golden era, okay? Now, granted, a lot of the music that's out right now is horrible. In the words of Shaq, it's horrible, it's awful, it's horrible. But, um, you know, we had, we have our, our, our hip-hop skeletons in the closet, too, that we'd rather not speak of. So, when you get into those discussions, you know, let, try and dial back the high and mightiness, uh, a bit. Now, granted, I'm still no fan of robot rap and mumbling and nursery rhyme styles, but I don't want to say that everything from the Golden Era was better, but, eh, you know, I think I'm probably going to say that. So, with that said, uh, I'm going to wrap this up and catch everybody in... Excuse me. Hopefully in about two weeks with uh, the professor and East Coast Dre back at it. Again, you can go to The Liberator, T-H-A-L-I-B-E-R-A-T-O-R.com to uh, look back on some other shows and see any pictures or any added extras we've thrown up there. You can go to Flesh and Bone is Home to check out the... Uh, documentary by Ms. Rosa Ortiz and Arceli Ortiz and uh, turntabletroopers.com for your hip-hop shirts and again you can catch me on Twitter at Hip Hop Taliban uh, give me any feedback, comments complaints um, you know hey hit me up alright until then stay safe peace And before I sign off for good, uh, I would have been remiss had I not mentioned the passing of keyboard funk legend Bernie Worrell um, about two weeks ago. He was, for those who don't know, one of the primary and pioneering members of Parliament and Funkadelic two groups without which hip-hop would not sound anything like it does uh, today or back in the day. Um, Between James Brown and George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, that laid, that, their sound, their pioneering sound, their talk about Kanye ahead of his time perhaps maybe I don't know Parliament Funkadelic James Brown and all the affiliated musicians of which Bernie Worrell was one were so remarkably far ahead of their time that had it not been for those groups 
the East Coast, that boom bap sound, probably wouldn't have had that. All of those breaks and all of the old school rap songs wouldn't have had that. The G-Funk, the G-Funk is built entirely on remixing and reworking the sounds of George Clinton, Bootsy Collins, Bernie Worrell, Parliament Funkadelic, like the whole thing. Digital Underground, same thing. Just simply reworked those beats. So, Bernie Worrell, um, amazing keyboardist. If you're not familiar with the Parliament and Funkadelic catalog and you are a hip-hop head, you really need to do your homework, do your research, and uh, pay respect to those those pioneers and that pioneering music. So I'm going to just play a little snippet from a live keyboard uh, set that Bernie Worrell did. Once again, rest in peace. <laughs> 